today we are baptizing. Oh, brilliant. They're going to do my slides for me. I'm very pleased because I always forget to do it every time. I create this PowerPoint for you and then I don't do it. So today, hopefully Howard will ping on. Um, we are baptizing and it's great because we think about new life. As they go under the water, they, it is as if they are being buried. And that sounds quite ooh, creepy. But it's identifying with Jesus dying and, being, uh, and coming back to life again. As they come out the water, they come back to life. And for our baptizees, I don't know what you call them, they will be symbolically doing that, dying to their old way of life and being born to a new life. In the New Testament, there are loads of pictures to try to help us understand what has happened. And the writers thought, hmm, what would help people understand what has happened to these new believers? The people who've started to follow the new, the real, the true king of the earth, and that is Jesus. So, I would like five children to come. Now, if you have a passport, bring it with you. And before you come, your parents are going to really dislike me because I want you to bring one of them with you. I'm so sorry. And if you could line up here, that would be wonderful. Well, you can't have me, Em. So, couple number one, just come up here. Thank you, stop there. There we go, we've got three. You just need to be super brave. Are you not going to need to do anything, mums and dads, so don't worry too much. Now, I need, that'll be fine, I'm happy with that. What have I got? Let's count them. One, two, three. That's not five, is it? Oh, brilliant. Come on, girls. You go on the end, and if you, if you don't have a big one, it's okay. We'll manage. And then I need one other person who doesn't need to bring a grown-up. So if your grown-up's been sitting there going, no, 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 you can come, and you need to be the policeman. So do I have any other volunteers? Any other small ones that are feeling brave? Oh, yes. You make an excellent police lady. Police officer. Would you like to help your lovely daughter? That's nice. I'll have to go with the crown, I'm afraid. Now, in the Bible, they remember they're thinking of ways that they can explain what has happened. Deary me. And one of the things they said was, well, it is almost like you have changed your citizenship. Citizenship. Now... What does that mean? It means that you have changed which country you are, uh, you are uh, with, I suppose, is an easy way of putting it. You can change your citizenship by joining a new country. Now, here's our first verse, which Rob's going to read for us, nice and loud. And it's up. I hope this is on. Hello? I never want, but. Our citizenship is in heaven. 
Our citizenship is in heaven. It's like we have got a new country we belong to. It is a new place where we might need a new passport. Can you tell me what your passport says, Emily? Kingdom of God. Yeah, this is one way they tried to explain what had happened. They used other words such as foreigners or even aliens, not from another planet. But I think it's a good way of describing it. It's almost like we are now from somewhere completely different. Listen to what else it says in the New Testament. Thank you. You can read it together or on your own. Next verse. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. And Jesus said this about his followers. They were not of this world. So how appropriate is our aliens now? When we start to follow Jesus, it's such a new and different life that the writers of the New Testament were struggling even to find something to explain it. Jesus said this, pass it on to our next person, if you can. I'll be very, very, very kind of you. Sorry. That's yours in case you're wondering in a minute. No one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. No one can see the kingdom of God unless they're born again. Now, the, the person who heard this first was rightly confused because we can't be born again, can we? I, I don't think I'm going to fit you in again, Emily, ever again. It's not going to happen. But another person said, thank you very much. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. A new creation. And the word that he uses, hello, that's too far, go back, new creation, is something completely different. It's nothing anyone's seen before. God, when he created, created the bits of the world, but this is something entirely new that no one has seen before. It is more than just a legal document, like, I'll borrow this, a passport, You are changed in your very DNA. And how has this happened? Our final reader. Are you you okay to read? All right, thank you. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. When you, what does it say? When you believed the truth, the gospel of salvation, when you believed that Jesus had taken all your mess, you were marked. The Holy Spirit has come in, it says, like a seal. Imagine, if you will, taking two pieces of Play-Doh, a red and a green, and you mush them together. Now, we all know about Play-Doh, and that is one of the things that really annoys me. (laughs) Okay, just saying. But can you separate them? No. No. And when we come to Christ, there's a verse that says nothing will ever again separate us from the love of God. And that is what's happened. And that is what we're seeing as they go into the water. The old has gone and something completely new has been born And we will never again be separated from the love of God. 
Thank you very much. Um, Our lovely police officer here will just check your tickets and let you in. Um, We're going to sing another song. And as we draw to the end of this song, our children who are under eight, although it's emotional. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to continue thinking about our new life. We've looked at how... um, you know, new life is something completely different. But we're now going to think about what that new life looks like. We've, we've heard from our baptism candidates how they came to know Jesus. The moment that they were born again or changed citizenship or were transferred into the kingdom of light, however we want to explain it. But that is just the beginning And the symbolism that they're going to do in a minute when they are baptized is that dying to old and rising to a new life. Not just that's it finished, but they're going to start walking a new life with Jesus. They are, as some people say, under new management, under new direction. Um, As we've seen from Marzi, choosing to live this new life can come at great cost as it does for many believers across the world. We're going to turn very briefly just to a passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Um, The verses will come up on the screen if you need them, but it's sometimes nice to have a look. Here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I'll just let you look. There's no rush. Find you your page. What page is it in these? One, one, six, one. So in chapter five, we find that verse that was read earlier. And you find it in verse 17. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ... The new creation has come, and the old has gone. The new is here. Now, Paul, who wrote those words, he knew something of the struggles of starting a new life. In one point, he lists some of the things that's happened to him. He had been beaten. He'd been robbed. He'd been flogged. He'd had things stolen from him. He had potentially lost his family. He says, I've lost all things for Christ, and I consider them rubbish compared to what I have gained. But what kept him going? I mean, as he went time after time, he hit horrendous opposition What keeps us going as we hit opposition, as we're seeking to live our life for Christ? Well, let's look at the first thing, which is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 9. Paul says here, So we make it our goal to please him. That's the first thing that has changed as we've started to follow Christ. Our goals have changed. 
The purpose now is to please him. The why am I here question is often one that people are asked. Why do I exist? What is my purpose in life? Is it to keep my family happy? Is it to make my boss rich? Is it something biological to procreate? Is it survival that I must stay alive and that is instinctively in me? I need to be well fed. I need to be safe. Is it something more moralistic to make the world a better place? Is it to leave a legacy or more about making myself happy? Why am I here? That question will be answered differently by so many people. But as followers of Christ, it is always to please him. In Ephesians 5 verse 10, it says, Find out what pleases the Lord. Find out what pleases the Lord. Is it going to come up? No. No. Is it frozen? Is it just not? It's just not there. Okay. And then in Colossians chapter 1, verse 9, we read these words. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and the final bet and please him in every way. Please him in every way. But before we think to please him might be something to stop doing, become nuns, become monks, whatever, withdraw from society, we read these words. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. That means no longer for finance, no longer to please others, no longer for personal edification, but as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. You will receive an inheritance. That inheritance is something we are looking forward to. It's sure and it's certain. It is a time when all things are put right, where God is truly king. And as it says in Revelation, there's no more death or pain or tears. Our goal in life, firstly, is to please him. This is our new purpose. Secondly... Well, if that's our goal, again, what was Paul's motivation? What is our motivation to live this new life? What causes us to want to please God? Well, let's look briefly at verse 14 in that same passage, chapter 5, verse 14. And it says, For Christ's wrath... No. Christ's love compels us. It is love. We can be motivated by loads of different things. And fear is a big one. If you look at advertising, they want to tap into your innermost fears of what might happen if 
If you don't buy these clothes, no one will want to know you. You won't be as cool. You'll be rejected. If you don't have this insurance, something terrible will happen. If, if, if. But a much more powerful motivator is love. Love is the motivation that gets the parent up for the tenth time in the night when they're tired and they don't want to do it anymore. Love is the motivation that takes a child to care for their aging parent. Love is the motivation that gets a friend to come alongside their closest friend and help them in any way they can to serve them in their hour of need. Love is the husband who works two jobs, even though he's tired, to provide for his family. It is love that is the greatest motivation. And if we read the rest of that verse, verse 14, it says, For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. For Christ's love compels us because, and that is a big one, isn't it? Paul is saying, when we understand what Christ Jesus has done for us, his immense love for us, we respond in love to him. It is that that motivates us to live this new life. We are compelled by fear, by love. That is what compels us as we begin to walk this new life in Christ. Marzi and Moji will take the plunge today. (laughs) It's a picture that the old life has gone and a new one that they've started to walk has begun. To live not for themselves, but for him who died for them. They are motivated by love. His vast love for them. And so should we be motivated by his great love for us. Let's pray and then we will think on that.